use this example for, for church all the time. You know, people will complain about this or complain about that. And I'll say, you know, are you coming to church with a fork or a spatula? <laughs> so are you, you know, taking in or are you helping with the mix? And uh, same thing goes for your radio station. Because, you know, if you're just coming with the fork all the time, I understand. But sure. the spatulas, we, we got to have those. This two. is a spatula day. Yeah, this is a spatula it's a feast day. day. You yeah. got to have spatulas for your feast. <laughs> well, and, you know, I was just thinking, uh, I'm just, what I love is, you know, every year I, I study and study and study, and there's a couple of different uh, rabbis that I read and listen to and study, and, uh, and uh, this is one of those, this next few breaks, we're going to look at some of the things that got stirred up this year, which I think really fascinating things. Mm. And, and really, as I was just sitting here looking at, because we're, we're talking, when you're coming to Pentecost, there's a bunch of offerings that are d- d- done. You burn just every animal in the world. There's more at Pentecost than any other feast. And and I got to thinking, why is it God told us to, to offer things to him, to give offerings? And when you realize that Jesus represented all of those, yeah, that he was the fulfillment of all mm. those, every time you give why, I mean, why is God asking you to give? Because you are stepping into the role of Jesus to meet a need in those areas. Yeah. Uh, which is fascinating to me that we get to play a part in the kingdom of God. So Amen. for those of you who have uh, already done that, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, we're just going to be very vulnerable and share needs and, and bring great teaching. And right now, the biggest need we get to meet is the need for prayer. Yeah. It's not the top of the hour, just because we're long-winded, but that's okay. So, <laughs> Radio just... people long-winded? <laughs> what? <laughs> Preachers? What? <laughs> oh, Lord, we love you. Thank yes, you for do. loving us. We speak that name of Jesus, Yeshua. We love you. Yes, and as Lord. we look back and study your feasts, the Feast of Yehovah, when we think about what you have done, you created everything out of nothing. Mm. And uh, we want to bring the offering of everything. We don't want to hold anything back. And Lord, we ask that you would move today on your people. Father, there's need for so many things. There's relationships. There's there's finances. There's healing. It's just on and on and on it goes. There's just so many needs. And Lord, we come to you because you are the solution. You are the answer. You are the fulfillment of everything. And Lord, you've already got it all worked out. The more we strive, the more complicated and confusing it becomes. Mm. So Lord, we lay these things before you. The needs of those who are listening and calling and joining us in this prayer. And the ones who have called in, emailed, Facebooked, and just communicated to us as well. And Lord, for those giving, I just ask that you would bless them. Yes, Lord. Lord, would you just pour out a blessing onto their head? Mm. They just can't contain it. Yes, God. Lord, let there, let there be such an increase, God. And Lord, would you meet the needs of this radio station? Financially, would you raise up those who can give and steadily give this year? Help us to uh, be restored from the days before all the COVID junk knocked everything away. Lord, would you do that thing in Jesus' name? Amen. Amen. All right, so we are... And one that has a one-word title, seven, mm. because that's the the kind of the gist of Pentecost, if you will. Best way to understand something is to pick it apart piece by piece. I'm 
very analytical, as you would think, imagine. And that means digging deep into the Word of God. Deuteronomy 16 says, and we're just going deep here, from the day after Sabbath, count off seven full weeks. Seven full weeks. Fifty days, then present an offering of new grain to Jehovah. So first of all, <laughs> we're breaking it down. You're counting, and you're counting to seven, seven days. And then you're counting to seven, seven times. So seven weeks or seven sevens for a total of 50 days, all right? So the number seven, Sheva, is very present in Scripture. Would you believe over 600 times in Scripture? Hmm. And that number seven, Sheva, is very significant. Seven represents wholeness, perfection, and completion. In six days, God creates the whole universe, but on the seventh day... His work's completed, and therefore he rested. So we have the seven-day week, the seventh-day Sabbath rest. We have seven patriarchs, seven branded menorah. There are seven of the Moedim, these these, uh, appointed times. There are seven of each clean animal on the ark. Noah's family was on the ark for seven days till the rain started. Mm. Surely a coincidence. (laughs) Jacob served seven years for Rachel, seven years for Leah. Seventy people of the house of Jacob went to Egypt. When we arrive at Moses, he's to count seven days after Passover, the Feast of Unleavened Bread. In the fall, seven days of Tabernacle. We count seven weeks times seven weeks till Pentecost. And the last day's judgment features a seven-year tribulation. Now, I could have thrown in, you know, 600 more. So, seven's kind of prominent. So, just a little bit. If seven is really significant, then how much more significant is seven times seven? Based on the number seven alone, Pentecost is one of the most important events in Scripture. So we have to ask, is there any other event that counts sevens that ends up counting seven times seven and the 50th day is really important? That's my question. Is there such a day like how you get to Pentecost? And the answer is... Well, of course, why would I do the break if there wasn't? <laughs> yes, there is a day. As a matter of fact, there is an event that is almost identical, which has two parts, and it's in Leviticus 25. And I think, I believe, it has a bearing on Pentecost. So I'm going to share it with you for a few breaks. Six years you shall sow your field. Six years you'll prune your vineyard and gather its fruit. Six years, you can do that. But in the seventh year, there'll be a Sabbath of solemn rest for the land. A Sabbath to Yovah, you shall neither sow your field nor prune your vineyard. Every seventh year is a year of rest and release for the land. It's called the sabbatical year or the Shemitah. The Shemitah. It means release. It's a fancy word, but it just means release. Yeah. Give the land a break. It happens every seven years. So there's the seven. That's similar to Pentecost because it's these weeks because. It's not just a one Shemitah. And you shall count seven Sabbaths of years for yourself, seven times seven years, and the time of the seven Sabbaths of years shall be to you 49 years. And so we're not talking days anymore. We're talking years. Yeah. Then you shall cause the trumpet of the Jubilee to sound. You shall consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a Jubilee for you. And each of you shall return to his possession. Each of you shall return to his family. So every seven years, we have the Shemitah, the sabbatical year. And we count seven Shemitahs, 
or seventh Shemitah. There's not really a plural for that word. Seven times, seven years times seven years. And on the 50th year, we arrive at the Yovel, the year of Jubilee, hmm. which brings freedom and liberation. It's almost identical to Pentecost. What Pentecost is today's, the Shemitah and Yovel is to years. So, yes. I think arriving at Pentecost on the 50th day of counting does indeed point to a similar counting that's done to get to the year of Jubilee, or Yovel. That's the Hebrew word for Jubilee, by the way. When every servant or slave would go free and have the right of return to his property or land, and all debts would be canceled. Now, it's definitely worthy of learning about the year Jubilee, or Yovel, to see if the more that God has established for Pentecost may have something to do with a similar Yovel event, I think. And... Since a Yovel is made up from seven Shemitah years, it stands to reason that understanding Shemitah will probably shine a light on Pentecost as well. As it happens, we are currently in the Shemitah year, so it may be even more interesting for us as well. 